Alrighty, hello everyone, and welcome back to the Reformed Dissenters, the show where Reformed Christians dissent against popular ideas of culture by asserting a biblical worldview. I'm Bruce Johnson, joined, of course, by my brother Jacob Johnson. Hello, everybody. And today is Current Events Monday. We've got a lot to discuss. Um, it's going to be a fairly theological heavy week. We've got um, some interesting conversation topics and things to bring up. And, um, you know, we, we keep bringing up a lot of the same sorts of themes over the last two years because the Bible brings up a lot of the same sorts of themes. Uh, if you know where to look, things are actually very cyclical. Um, we talk uh, this time of year, especially when some people forget how seasons work. Uh, we have to remind them, hey, nope, uh, summer's hot, uh, winter's cold, and that's how it's always been. That's how it always will be. Uh, no, don't panic. Uh, we are not gods. We don't have the ability to completely, dramatically change the climate and kill everyone. That's, sorry, not in our ability as mortal humans. Uh, it's called seasons. And uh, so just as we have to remind people there are cyclical seasons, we also have to remind ourselves that there are cyclical themes in Scripture. And so today we're going to be talking about some of those sorts of things, in addition to t uh, connecting them and attaching them to some political ideas, of course, because it's Current Events Monday, so it wouldn't be Current Events Monday if we just talked about theology the whole time. <laughs> um, so we've got that. Uh, and then additionally, um, we've got some interesting conversation stuff, so we want this to be a theological conversation as well. So let's get into this stuff. Before we get into all of that, though, we have to do what we always do, which is talk about our verse of the week. And our verse, or really verses, because there's a few of them, <laughs> of course, we couldn't help ourselves yet again. Uh, passage this week is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. And this passage says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So this passage, uh, fairly short, but it packs a wallop. My goodness. Rejoice always. We can stop there and already hang our heads in shame. <laughs> <laughs> think about your last week. I, I think about my last week. Have I really done this? Have I rejoiced always? Is this really something I've done? Pray without ceasing. Ay, 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 that, that, that gets you right there because we definitely don't do that, especially in our day. Um, Steve Dace on the Steve Dace show has a co-host named Totters, and, and he all the time mocks the distractions of our day and age. Netflix and chill. He's always like, Netflix and chill, Steve. Steve Dace is always like, oh, why, why is this happening? And Todd is just over there <laughs> like, oh, Netflix and chill, Steve. Netflix and chill because that's what we do. We have so many idols today. It is embarrassing, should be. Um, so we don't pray without ceasing. And we certainly don't do this last bit. We certainly don't give thanks in all circumstances. And so now today you have people, all people, even Christians, asking what in the world am I supposed to do with my life? Which is the next part of this passage, right? For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This is God's will for your life to rejoice always, to pray without ceasing, to give thanks in all circumstances, right? What does the uh, Westminster Shorter Catechism say? We were just on Dead Men Walking, so it's fresh in my brain, right? He says this at the end of every episode, which is awesome, right? We are supposed to enjoy God. We are supposed to enjoy him forever. And Chief and demand, yeah. 
chief end of man, right? Glorify God and enjoy him forever. And we certainly don't, um, we certainly don't do that as I've just articulated. And as I'm sure you could in your own lives do an even better job of articulating because I don't know you, but I'd love to. Um, you can send us emails at trdshow at protonmail.com if you uh, are listening or watching and you just want to share things with us or you want to chat with us or give us topic ideas. We don't usually say that at the beginning of the episode anymore, but I thought this was a nice time to do that. So anyways, there's there's so much more to this, this passage, um, and we're going to be talking a lot more about this throughout the week. But those are some um, key takeaways, and then I'm going to be taking a portion of this passage and applying it. Um, a little bit more practically uh, near the end of this episode when we get into our theological portion. So, but with that, I will pass it over to Jake. Uh, this is a favorite favorite section for all you political <laughs> nerds out there. Uh, Jake, take it away. And I probably don't do it enough for political nerds because I definitely bring <laughs> in a theological aspect to it. Oh, but... How could you on a reformed <laughs> show talking about Christian worldview? That, why would you do that? That makes no sense. <laughs> um, but if for as a disclaimer, as a note, uh, I was feeling a little under the weather. I'm coming out of it now. So if if my voice sounds a little nasally or whatever, uh, if it sounds the same, then it doesn't matter. Forget I said anything. But if it sounds a little <laughs> bit different. That's that's why. But uh, starting out, uh, Hunter Biden, right? Uh, we have not talked about Hunter Biden before on this show. Uh, hopefully, this will be a good introduction for those who have not heard of him. But hopefully, for political nerds, if you're watching this section, uh, <laughs> you will know exactly who Hunter Biden is. And uh, we gotta, you'll be able we gotta to just... address the rock dwellers out there. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but Hunter Biden is is now in court, right? Is now has now gone to court, and he has pleaded guilty to his charges. And wow. then he said he wasn't guilty. So I figured, you know, this had to be talked about. So first he pleaded guilty. <laughs> now he's saying he wasn't guilty. So you know, oh my goodness, we got. We got issues, but now I know most of you would think this court hearing, right, is about Hunter Biden's laptop or or his shady deals he made with his father and other foreign countries, right? Because you know that whole thing went down, and that's been in the news. That's a bunch. (laughs) That's yes, yeah. That's a very big thing, and it's something that everybody in the Senate wants to. Oh, sorry, House and Senate, they, the Republicans, I should just say the Republicans, uh, that they want to uh, bring him up on, bring him up on charges. But no, no, I'm sorry. And you that's know why? Because that's, that's an easy why? win for them. That's a way for them yeah. to say, hey, look, we did something. I hope keep voting for us. Look what we did. Even though that's yeah. like, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, you, you got the, the crack it's- addict. A creepazoid person to be convicted of a crime. Wow, we should totally vote for you again. Like, it is wow, kind that, of that big. Must have taken so much work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's true. That is true. That's a very interesting perspective on it. Uh, and like most of you, you will be disappointed to find out that this court hearing is not about those illegal deals or anything that went on there. Uh, for those who don't know the whole mess around Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, uh, is that while Joe Biden was VP or vice president uh, during the during Obama's administration, uh, Joe Biden made deals with other countries to get money for his son, 
Hunter Biden. Uh, and of <laughs> course, it's it's all about money and everything. I don't know all of the details, okay, on this whole thing, because there are some speculations, some actual facts, and I don't I don't want to bring up too much because I don't want to mention something that may be a speculation when most people brought it up as a fact. So there's a we, lot of we information tend to like, that's... We tend to like facts on this show. That's just, yes. Yeah. It's a thing with us. I don't know. We're just hung up yeah. on that for some reason. But um, I don't know exactly who he made deals with. And again, there, there are a lot of speculations and stuff. But again, I do think there's a lot of things that hold weight in it as well. So I don't want to say it's completely off the rails for someone to say that Hunter Biden did illegal stuff. I We know he did illegal stuff. Just because we're trying to now investigate. People are trying to now investigate him uh, and everything. So we're trying to figure out more on it. But another thing is that there, there are speculations that some of the deals right, that were made were with Ukraine. And that now the Ukrainian war, what's going on, is is really, in a sense, again, this is a speculation, if there ever was one, but that that we're giving money to Ukraine to keep Zelensky from revealing that uh, the information about uh, Biden and everything. <laughs> that the war I in Ukraine is completely fake. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like wag the dog sort of stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, I but, mean, to um, that extent, that I don't believe. But, I mean, I, it would not surprise me if yeah. that was, played a huge part in what was happening. And it's so things are so corrupt on that level these days. It's it's insane. Yes. No, it, trust, trust nothing, <laughs> basically. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said before, I don't wish to speak about that very much. Because, again, it, there is a lot of speculation, and I don't want people going out saying I said something uh, that has no actual factual backing. You're going to get us in trouble, um, Jake. I know. I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hopefully for those who didn't know, that was a good brief summary uh, as to what is going on with Hunter Biden. Uh, I basically said he did illegal stuff. So there you go. <laughs> If you want to know more, please do your own research. But again, the, the court hearing is not on any of that. So that is not pertinent to the rest of this conversation. Uh, Lovely. But, yeah. yeah. So He's that crazy. The court hearing that, is, was, that was just a footnote. That was a, that's a rabbit trail. All that insanity. Yes. Yeah, that's, yes. that's not even where the court goes on this. Case. Right, right. <laughs> but instead, he is being charged with Two misdemeanor tax crimes and oh one felony firearm charge. <laughs> okay? That's what he's being charged with. So basically, you're one of the male corrupt politician or corrupt politician's son, in this case, crimes. <laughs> so, however... Yeah. And I don't know if you're going to bring this up or not, but isn't it true that he will literally still be able to go out and buy a firearm, even though... Oh. Like after this, even if this conviction yeah. sticks, like he's still going to go out and he's just like, it doesn't really even do that much at all. Like, I yeah, don't know, that's that's what I was well, hearing. And, and that's the point of this is that the judge is going back and she's reviewing the plea deal that he took. And okay. she's saying, I don't like the I don't like how this is going. He's he's basically oh, yeah, because she's a Trump. Is she a Trump appointed judge? I mm, 
That's an actually an interesting question. I don't know. They okay. would make sense okay. thinking about it now, but yeah. I did not find that information. Yes or no. Okay. Uh, so, but Hunter Biden agreed to a plea deal, right? And walked away. And, and this is, this is what a lot of the lawyers thought would happen. They, they thought, okay, it would be quick and quick and easy in and out. He agrees to a plea deal. He pleads guilty. Uh, he walks out and nothing happened. But Hunter oh, Biden man. was going to plead guilty, uh, oh, but no. with some coercion from his father, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden didn't plead guilty, hey, and he hey. pled not guilty. <laughs> and now it is a mess of a court hearing. Uh, so with this whole process being messed up, there is even more information about Hunter Biden's uh, team uh, playing unfairly, in a sense, by and and what happened was, is that I I read this article, and so it's a little bit disjointed, as as to me getting this information, but I read this article talking about how this one person on Hunter Biden's team, on his legal team, received or or got information from one of the court clerks. And this again, this is this is how I got it from the article I was reading through when I heard about all this. And then I read about court clerks and I'm like, oh, what's that? <laughs> so, of course, <laughs> I went on a rabbit trail finding out what cl- court clerks were. So like you do. if if information in this right now is kind of disjointed and it doesn't make a lot of sense, <laughs> that is why, because rabbit <laughs> holes are easy for me to fall into. Um, but you're going to include these links in the description, right? I, I do have some links. Yes, Sweet. I will give you as much as I can. Um, I know there is one article that I have that I don't can't seem to find a link for. So I will need to talk okay. with Bruce later on to try and cool. get that to see if I can find that to get and it by to the way, our audience. We should mention, if you are watching or listening to this episode on trdshow.net, uh, there's a feature you may not be aware of right below this video. You can click on the episode links tab. There's a little button that says episode links and all of the links that Jacob was, is going to link. They're all right there. So make sure you do that. And if you're not watching us on trdshow.net, come on, son, do do that. And then you get all the links. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But there is, there is, uh, things about how Hunter Biden's legal team, one of the lawyers received, um, personal information about a court clerk, which a court clerk, what they do, of course, this is the rabbit hole, uh, what they do is they they basically handle all of the paperwork on court cases. They handle all the all the stuff people don't want to do. What Fun. judges and what lawyers don't want to have to do, the court clerk does. Um, but Hashtag best job ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all boring the stuff article and none of the fun stuff <laughs> and no right, camera right. time <laughs> no camera time nope <laughs> nope but um the the hunter biden team received personal information about one of the court clerks and so then they were i don't know if they were threatening or if they actually did send that information out and put it public so then it it kind of endangered that court clerk Wow. And the judge heard word word of that. And um I something about a sanction against this uh 
this justice, sorry, not yeah. justice, sorry, this uh, this um, lawyer and stuff. Prosecuting. Yeah. Lawyer. Um. No, I think no. it was a defense. Defendant. Yep. Yeah. Um, of course, and you know that's again. What what did I say before? This is just your run of the mill corrupt politician or corrupt politician <laughs> son's uh, motive and doings. So, um, but yeah, uh, I will end there. <laughs> I had some other stuff to do. Say actually, not not much. It's it's not enough. It's not enough for me to continue. But I know Bruce has <laughs> decent amount he wants to cover. Yeah. So I will let him go into that. Man, yeah. I mean, all of this. Um, Jake and I were kind of chatting back and forth, like texting, like, "Hey, wh- what do we talk about in terms of you know theology and how, what connects to all this?" And you know, I was looking through his doc, looking through his notes, and all the stuff that he had, and it was just like, "Oh my word, this be crazy!" Like things are just melting in almost literal ways, and it's 110 degrees here in South Dakota, so here it is literal. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> again, it's cyclical. Whatever. Uh, I, I have the proof. Two years ago, it was also 110 degrees. <laughs> so I can say for a fact that this is not new. <laughs> Anywho, um, and that, that's not my. And that over a hundred years ago, it was the same exact. Uh, Probably very similar. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, um, connecting the dots, I, I have three. I have three sections today. Just I like to give this outline just at the beginning, so you guys can follow and understand where I'm going with this. So, first, I want to connect the dots. Like, how is what I'm about to discuss theologically connected to what we just discussed in current events? I'm going to connect those dots for you. I actually tried to connect the dots this time. I don't usually do that, so you're you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and well, if you weren't trying to do it, you've done it really well. <laughs> oh wow! Well, thanks. Good grief! I just thought it was extremely dis- disjointed. Uh, but anywho, after that, I want to talk about uh, how much good can prayer really do, and then mm. I want to talk about substituting prayer for obedience. And I've got a Tozer quote coming up for you, which if no one's heard of Tozer, A W Tozer. I'll tell you what, he may be one of my brand new, like, top favorite theologians. Not like I you were talking about toes. <laughs> Not toes, no. Um, oh. But I, I started doing I became some... really interested for a second there. <laughs> okay, that's just creepy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jake Jacob, is, is he likes toes. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Tozer is an interesting fellow. I've been doing some research into him recently, and he's written some good books, and I think... <clears throat> my bank account might be hurting Uh-oh. a little bit in the future. Yeah, I just need Uh-oh. to figure out where these books are sold. <laughs> or Anywho, don't. No one tell uh, him. Or, don't tell him. <laughs> Please hold me back. Take my <laughs> take my debit card. <laughs> um, all right, connecting the dots. So I've called this uh, theological wrap-up working for revival. Working for revival. The Bible talks about good forms of taxation, and uh, you guessed it, this ain't it. Well, you just heard today, tax evasion, currently what's going on in the U.S., all of that. Yeah, so there's a good form of taxation. The Bible talks about it. And I hate to tell you, shock of all shocks, this ain't it. Uh, the civil government is not something evil. It's a minister of God for our good. And it should be a reflection of God's justice and an entity large enough to bring the sword of God's justice to bear on a nation, an entire nation, 
will need capital to exist. It's going to need some money. And that's not a bad thing. Romans 13, 6 through 7 says, For because of this, because he's the minister of God for your good, civil government, you also pay taxes. For the authorities are ministers of God. This is like the fourth time Paul has repeated this by this point. <laughs> Attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them. Taxes to whom taxes are owed. Revenue to whom revenue is owed. Respect to whom respect is owed. Honor to whom honor is owed. And again, that's Romans 13, 6 through 7. So, two quick things to note. Should be obvious things by this point, but maybe some of you are new listeners or... Um, Maybe it's been a while since we talked about some of these specifically, but two quick things I want to note. One, civil government is God's minister for our good. We're going to discuss that in a second. Two, they're not allowed to just take all the money they want precisely because they're God's minister. So because they're God's minister, for that very reason, they're not allowed to take all the money they want. So I want to go back to point one, the civil government is God's minister. Jake, I'm going to open up the floor. I don't usually do this in our discussions, but uh, you got me inspired a few weeks ago with your wrap up and you brought me into the conversation. I, I felt <laughs> very welcomed. So I thought I'd do the same thing. Um, oh, great, great, great. <laughs> so, All right. What do you got? What do you got for me? Let's, let's discuss this for like a couple minutes or a couple seconds. Very interesting, actually. Um, I was thinking about this. So Bruce brought this to me in the post show. So this was not surprising to me. Uh, but <laughs> oh, pre-show, my bad. But um, that and I was thinking about this. Really interesting. Minister, what does it mean, right? This word, and I thought back to my Latin classes, or most recently I've been taking Look Latin. You. Minister in Latin literally means waiter. Which what is a waiter? A waiter is a servant. As 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 Romans thirteen says very plainly a bunch of times that the that the civil government is God's minister or the civil government is God's servant wow. right uh, very very interesting that yep. minister is waiter wow. or waiter being servant so yep. it's very very cool that this is like that but that it what in i have to ask Okay, then what is a servant? We're we're going down this road of uh, words, but what is what is a servant? Okay, what what would a servant do? Right, if if you think about it, we have a very bad idea of what servant is because we're we're not thinking of indentured servitude. We are thinking about chattel slavery as to what was going on in the middle of America, not what was going on at the beginning of America. What was going on in the middle of America and the whole world? I might add. Uh, this was going on throughout the whole world, but we only seem to want to focus on what America did. But yep. indentured servitude was that you worked for the master because you owed him something, right? Same thing. We all owe God our thankfulness for saving us, right? We are all servants to God. The civil government specifically is a servant to God, and so therefore he must do God's will, right? He yep. is a servant of God for good, and he is to, and I, what I love throughout Romans 13, it, it shows very moral, moralistic language, giving good, bad, those types of words. Yeah. It is, um, 
it is not a terror to good but to bad. What is good? What is bad? Right? So we can't say that the that Romans thirteen says that the civil government has nothing Gets to do with to God. Do whatever it wants. Yeah. Right. No, that's brilliant. Yep. Yep. That's great. So um, I'm going to forgo this the discussion on the next one because we got to move forward. But I uh, just to remind you, the second point is that they are not allowed to just take all the money they want precisely because they are God's minister. That means they have constraints. They must follow God's rules. Um, overtaxation is a sign of judgment. It means the church at large is failing. We are warned in 1 Samuel chapter 8 that even to tax 10% from the people is slavery. Quote, he will take the tenth of your flocks and you shall be his slaves, end quote. The rest of that chapter explains how this is a form of judgment from God on his people because of their bad decisions, electing Saul as king, for example, and because they've run from him and his word. So we're under judgment. No, I'm sure everyone hearing watching me right now is simply shocked. I mean, you're just blown away to discover that somebody dropped the ball and things aren't going too hot right now. We're not doing so well. And you're, that shocks you, I'm sure. Um, we've all probably heard about all sorts of political, quote unquote, grassroots groups, organizations, candidates, what have you. Um, and you probably started to get your hopes up. You're like, hey, hey, maybe, maybe there's a way out of this after all. Like, oh, Trump maybe is our this... savior. I know, right? Trump, Trump could get elected. Trump is going to save us all. Woo. Yeah. We're saved. Party emoji, right? Uh, you might or be even thinking... DeSantis. Even DeSantis, exactly. Which, that's personally who I'm rooting for. <laughs> How did that, where, where did that come from? Um, you might <laughs> be thinking, uh, yeah, there's work to be do. There's work to, to do. There's work to be done, right? But we can, we can probably do this. We got this. Politically. Eh, hmm. not really. I'm here to tell you that we don't. Because if that's what we think the answer is, we've already lost. The left gets this. Why don't we? We don't ultimately need another quote-unquote political scheme, candidate, party, and the list goes on. We don't need more of that. That's not what's going to get us out of this. What we need, first and foremost, is revival. Steve Dace is very fond of saying it's revival or bust. We have no other choice. And we get revival through two things, prayer and obedience, prayer and obedience. But why, Bruce, why would you include prayer on this list? I mean, come on, how much good can prayer really do? Mm. Can it really do that much? Well, okay, I have four Four passages I want to read to you. The first comes from Romans 12, verse 12, which says, Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Psalm 32, verse 6 says, Therefore, let everyone who is godly offer prayer to you at a time when you may be found. Surely in the rush of great waters, they shall not reach him. First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 should be very familiar Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And then finally, 2 Corinthians seven fourteen says, If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Prayer 
is what God uses to restore our land. His people, turning to him in prayer, is commanded over and over and over throughout Scripture. Prayer is how we win. When we pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth like it's being done in heaven, that changes everything. But it doesn't just end there. We can't substitute prayer for obedience. Remember, there's two things. What does that Second Chronicles passage tell us? My people humble themselves, they pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. So we pray and do what? We pray and we live differently. We pray, we turn from our wicked ways, and we live like Christians, people who bear the name of Christ. But prayer is not the only thing we're required to do. We're told to disciple and baptize the nations. So here's my Tozer quote for the day. A.W. Tozer said, Have you noticed how much praying for revival has been going on of late and how little revival has resulted? I believe the problem is that we have been trying to substitute prayer for obeying, and it simply will not work. To pray for revival while ignoring the plain precept laid down in Scripture is to waste a lot of words and get nothing for our trouble. Prayer will become effective when we stop using it as a substitute for obedience. End quote. So that's our strategy. You know, we talked a couple weeks back about uh, the gospel as a strategy. That's our strategy. We pray and we live like Christians. We pray and we take all of life for Christ. We pray and we call our pastors to teach us and everyone around us how to live like those who bear the name of Christ. We pray that his will would be done on earth as it is in heaven, and that the nations would be his inheritance, like it says in Psalm chapter 2. And then we work as if that's true. We work as if he actually does have all authority in heaven and on earth. And we work as if that's not just something we say to make ourselves feel better. It's mm. real, and we need to live like it. So that's, that's what I would argue needs to be done today. And it's not me. It's hundreds of years, thousands of years of theologians, pastors, and scripture itself. Pray and live like a Christian. So let's do that. Anything you want to add? A couple seconds there, Jake. It's most definitely brilliant to uh, word your uh, title this way. And I think the all I can say is to finish with this the way it began. Let us be working for revival, not just praying for revival. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen to that. And with that, thank you all so, so much for watching or listening to us on this wonderful Monday morning. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, send us an email, trdshow at protonmail.com. Check out our show website, which is trdshow.net. We're looking forward to seeing you on Wednesday. Yes, we're starting a new book. Super stoked. I had a chance. Had a long bike ride over the weekend, and I listened to the entire book, The Horse and His Boy. Wow. This is one of my absolute new, my new all-time favorite fantasy book 
it's incredible. So I can't wait to talk about the first couple chapters, four chapters, we're gonna discuss which chapters, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the first couple chapters uh, with everyone on Wednesday. Until then, remember everyone in all that you do, do it as unto the Lord. <laughs>